welcome to the Guelph Politicast. I'm Adam A. Donaldson of Guelph Politico. Today I talked to Anne McKay, who is an at-large member of the board for the Friends of the Guelph Public Library. Folks, it's one week from today, assuming you're listening to this on Wednesday, of course. The It being the big book sale, the annual event that the Friends of the Guelph Public Library was created to administer over 15 years ago. The mid-aughts were dark times for library supporters, the project to build a new main library seemed dead in the water, and the community value of libraries was, well, shall we say at an all-time cynical low? But on a hope and a prayer, a fundraising project was launched to show Guelph had an appetite for that new library building, and after years of banking the funds, the endgame is actually in sight. So what happens when the friends have achieved their goal? That is the topic of this week's Guelph Politicast. The first book sale was in Old Quebec Street in 2007, and it wasn't very big. Almost 20,000 books were sold, yes, and the sale made around $10,000. And while $10,000 is not a bad haul for any fundraiser, especially your first fundraiser, the act itself was as much a statement of intent as it was a cause to raise money. And the cause was something called the new downtown main library building. The year in question, 2007, that was the first one for a more left-leaning council, shall we say. Karen Farbridge returned to the mayor's chair after three years, during which a much more right-leaning council and mayor was in charge. So there was a kind of hope in the air at this time a hope that the new library building might actually get done. That was 16 years ago. The goalpost has moved, but the book sale and the friends have endured. And by 2019, the last year that the sale was held before a two-year pandemic hiatus, $127,000 was raised in that book sale alone. A lot changed in those few years that the book sale had to take time off, all of a sudden, we could see the finish line. The project got all its council approvals, plans and conceptual drawings were shared with the public, and ground was finally broken in the Baker District redevelopment site back in June. On Monday, another step was taken as the Friends issued a comically large novelty check to Guelph Library staff, a check for $1 million raised so far. But it won't be the last check because the book sale is getting ready to go for another round next week. But then what happens? What is the role of the Friends of the Guelph Public Library when their 20-year mission is achieved in 2026 when the new downtown main library opens its doors for the first time? That is one of the questions that Anne McKay will have to answer on this week's edition of the Guelph Politicast. She will give us a brief recap of the Friends history, how the book sale is organized, and whether it's a well-oiled machine now that it's been done 15 times. We will also talk about the logistics of this year's sale, including why the date was changed from October to September, what kind of volunteer help they still need, and what you might expect when you go down to the sale next week. And finally, McKay will discuss why she wanted to be a friend, how the group will be involved in fundraising for that new library building, and what the book sale's success tells her about Guelph's thirst for literacy and education. So I caught up with Anne McKay a couple of weeks ago via Zoom. Okay, Anne McKay, thank you so much for joining me today. 
My absolute pleasure. Uh, to kick things off, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, um, maybe hard to believe, but uh, what is the Friends of the Guelph Public Library? Who 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 are you, and and how did you come about? <laughs> sure, it's a it's just a a bunch of lovely community members. Um, a number of years ago, there was a little dip in support for the Guelph Public Library. <clears throat> pardon me, and. Uh, um, I think community members just said, no, 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 this is not okay. So people started coming together, retired librarians, and you do not want to cross a retired librarian, and grandparents and teachers, and just said, we want people to understand that we believe in the importance of libraries and access to information. And they started showing up, I think, for council meetings and sharing their support. And then it it moved, it morphed into the book sale is what most people know about. But they've they've done other things and they've been a real arm's length supporter of the library. Mm-hmm. Friends, strictly friends, uh, no attachments, as it were. Absolutely. So, yes. <laughs> um, they, they have their own minds. We have our own minds. So, absolutely. <laughs> Although connected in common cause. Um, yes. You mentioned that dip in support and just, you know, I've talked about this a lot when I've talked to people who are like, why do we need a new library building? Um, go back in time for a minute and talk about some of the reasons why there was a dip in support. Um, yep. that, you know, that, that time that spurred it, it, the creation of friends. Yeah. I, I have to say it was before my time, but I I have heard people saying, <clears throat> well, we'll get everything on the internet, mm-hmm. um, um, the, the paper, and coming together to get things is just not an activity anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when I was on the library board, we had a little sort of open reception, and one man came in and said, I want to come here in person and tell you how much it means to my family that I bring my little kids. I think the for me, it's just me, the idea of browsing, of stumbling across things that I I just walked down a different aisle that I wouldn't have walked down normally. And also the librarians are like vigilant about connecting people to information. So, you know, they can give you this question might send you in this direction, might also send you in this direction. So it, it gives us all a more fulsome approach to seeing the world, I think, rather than Here's the only stuff I like, and what's going to show up on YouTube is only the stuff that agrees with me. Right. That's right. Uh, thank you for indulging that. Um, can you talk a bit about the big book sale in terms of how that became sort of like the, it's kind of the key event for, for the friends in, in terms mm. of, you know, every every nonprofit kind of has their uh, their yearly event, and, and the yeah. big book sale is is the friends. Yes. Um, Again, I'm not sure how it started, but man, did it gather momentum. It started in 2007 in the old Quebec Street Mall. You might remember that just and and I think the thing that's amazing is it's all donated materials. Mm -hmm. You know, people just and and every year I have friends saying, is it is it still time? Can I still donate books? Like, yes, you can, but get them in there. (laughs) So it was um, I think. Their gross revenue the first year was over 10000 And it just 
kept growing and growing and growing. And what I also love about it is it's, it's one of the places where the whole community gathers, kind of like the library. Mm-hmm. So when you come in, you can see families and people who are just there to get one more book for their collection from this author. And you can see um, who folks who I imagine might be single parents filling up, you know, baskets to have books for their kids for the whole year. It's, it's pretty humbling to see and people from all walks of life and, and you get to joke with people from backgrounds that are not the same as yours. It's really lovely. Mm-hmm. I am an enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can see that or hear that. Um, and what's the grand total so far? Um, so far, the gross is, where is it here? Um, <laughs> I know we're approaching a million if mm-hmm. we've not hit that already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, I'm curious, we're, we're at this point now, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. We're at this point now where we, we've stuck the shovels in the ground. Um, that, you know, when, when this kind of started the, the, the idea of a new library building was like aspirational. It's been aspirational for almost 20 years. Absolutely. Uh, and now we've stuck a shovel in the ground. There's work trucks on the site and, you know, it's still going to be about a year because they have to establish the new parking structure underground yeah. first. But in terms of now, this isn't just, we're, we're, we're having the book sale. We're having our fun. We're getting our books. We're banking the money. We're now actually working towards something. Has that changed sort of, you know, how the friends and 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 you are kind of organizing things? Like it's it's no longer this aspirational thing. There's a, there's a real building in the distance that you're working towards. Yeah. I, I can't speak for everybody, but I hear from so many people saying, as you said, when that shovel went in the ground, it was like, really? Like we're not turning back. We're not postponing it again. That that means so much to people. Uh, yeah, I would, I mean, I would guess if it feels that way for me, it probably feels that way for others who've been involved with the friends for far longer. <laughs> I do re- recall one member who just used to say at city council in my lifetime, do you think in my lifetime this will happen? Yeah, I th- I've, I've heard that too. Uh, were you at the groundbreaking? I was not, I could oh. not be there, but but there were other beautiful faces that certainly were. There were so many people who showed up. It just, it, it felt, you know, it felt like the end of Close Encounters where everybody's being drawn to this one place. It's It was kind of unusual, but... Well, it's, you know, to to wrap your head around something, as you said, that we might have thought was simply aspirational, is it, it, a, a huge thing and it's going to have setbacks and you you just have to keep that horizon in mind because mm-hmm. every once in a while the setback will just kick you in the stomach and mm-hmm. uh, and i'm sure for the library staff too it's just yeah please please and i'm not going to tell you how old i am but i sat in that children's area and heard stories like like really <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so in terms of like the logistics of the book sale um and and feel free to take this anywhere you want to go but i'm i is it a well-oiled machine at this point? You know, like 16 years, I think, if I do the math right in my head. Yep. You know, is is it just, you know, get the books, call call out for the donations, get the books, organize the place, you know, get your volunteers together and, and, and we're off? Or is, is there still a lot of uh, 
I guess uh, heavy lifting, proverbial heavy lifting. We we see we don't see going on behind the scenes. I I would say it's both because mm-hmm. you're always. It's like uh, an ant farm in there, so you you <laughs> don't know like how big is the space you're going to get. How how can we set it up? Oh my gosh! It turns out we're getting double the number of this set of books as we have in past years. We got to rearrange it. So you know, after after volunteers, the general volunteers who are sorting, there's this elite team who say, "Okay, we're going to move all these tables around." And you're thinking, "Okay, everybody, just watch your back, look with your legs." But it it, it is constantly moving. Uh, it's it's an amazing thing to watch. Um, and this is kind of a, for my own bit of curiosity as we were talking uh do you get a lot of books like is is it like steady like the donations coming in or is this one of those things where you get a lot of books at the end where you get a lot of donations at the end and that sort of Um, changes your (laughs) it probably depends on the year Mm. because sometimes we're low and we send out the the sort of call to the community like hey this is the time um and sometimes they come in earlier i think um yeah, it just depends on the year for that, to be to be truthful. And I, I have to tell you, I was looking at one book, because I used to do the cookbook area, because I'm <laughs> a control freak. And um, I remember looking at one book, and we weren't supposed to have ones with writing in them. This mm. person had said, this is really good. And then I realized it was my handwriting. I had rebought a book that I had already donated. <laughs> <laughs> that is not unusual, Adam. It re- <laughs> it's like, this looks like such a great book it's like it is a great book you fool you already bought it before. that's that's so funny <laughs> um does it ever you, you ever get in a position where it's like we have all these cookbooks but we don't have enough i don't know children's books or we have a lot of children's books we don't have enough like sports books or you know re- resources like dictionaries or or something like that is is, do you ever get any more of one thing than the other um i would say some years that happens but you you often find people coming through who are who are interested in particular things so it turns out okay sometimes what they'll do is say okay we've got doubles of all this we're going to pack them up and we'll bring these boxes out the second day Mm. and you've got the people looking around saying do you have extras and it's like if there are extras, they're coming out tomorrow. That's, <laughs> they just want to crawl under the tables and get them all. But I always, I always take a, a a small sense of satisfaction for those folks. I couldn't come the first day. It's like we've got other books for you. <laughs> but there are those people who are like, "Can I see the books in the back?" <laughs> yes, and you do not want to try that with the with the team. They will not let you through. <laughs> I think this is. I don't know, it, it, you know, talking about this and, you know, you feel a bit, a bit, I feel like a bit like a weirdo going into these things. And, you know, I, I, I go to the big book sale. I don't know what I'm going to buy. I don't know what I'm looking yeah. for. I just, yeah. you know, I, I stumble up like last year. I, um, I, cause my nieces were coming the next day. I thought, oh, I'll get them a nice book. And I, I got this one book that was like a, a phonics book about soccer because my one niece it has a, a developmental delay and i thought well you know she's learning to read she's learning to talk she plays soccer and like this is this and you know she turned out loving that book and she like took it around to everybody to have them read it to her um and it, it's just like th- there's a certain there's a certain magic to that 
that you can't put on a poster that you can't put in like the CFRU ad for the book sale. And that I it's agree. hard to explain to people. Absolutely. When I did the cookbook area, I remember one woman and, and people would think I was nuts, but I would just say this crappy old book. I just feel like somebody's going to want it. And someone would come in and say, do you have like a 1943 Betty Crocker cookbook? I said, I do. I saved it just for you. And, and sometimes people would start crying and say, it was my mom's book. And it makes me think of her and say, this book is for you. Yeah. They just uh, have such comfort. Yeah. And I see people buying the same book again because they love that author. Or um, I remember high school students coming in one day and one of them had found a full collection of miniature Shakespeare works. Yeah, He, uh, he was this great kid, very goth looking, and he was like goofy, enthusiastic. He was so happy. And you just think, I love this. People have uh, responses that you don't expect, mm. and it just makes us all human. It's great. I follow a guy on Twitter who keeps buying VHS copies of the 1998 Godzilla. Every time he sees one, he buys it. It's crazy. Really? Yeah, it's. He's a people, collector with a very are, specific interest. <laughs> people are so weird, but that's. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, how is this year sale going to be different? I mean, I, I guess the big difference. We'll, we'll talk about the big difference, which is it's in September instead of October this year. Right. Right. Any particular reason why or? Um. Uh. I think the just the the um, um donating of the space just okay. needed to move it a little bit earlier. Gotcha. Because <clears throat> that's the kind of key to this is uh. Oh. It's it's borrowed space. It's that's why it's always moving around. It's pivotal. It's pivotal. And I would say to anyone listening, if you know of a space that's bigger that someone would give us for a couple of months, that would be miraculous. And they do take very good care of the space. Your your washrooms will never be cleaner. <laughs> but but we've, we've had so many kind folks who've helped. But when you have a bigger space, it's, it's just kind of miraculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen people, when we had the older side of the factory, when you come in and you'd sort of come down a ramp and you'd see people f sort of for the first time totally gobsmacked, just, oh my gosh, to see everything in one space. And now I think of it as more of a boutique setting, rooms for each area. How's that? <laughs> is that a good sell, boutique? That's No, that is a good sell. <laughs> uh if if anyone's listening and they do have space, like how how big of a like do you have like dimensions, like actual numbers? Uh, I'm sure. Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> well, I want to say, of course, I don't have this. I want to say like twenty thousand square feet for sure. Okay. And thirty thousand would be amazing because this town loves its books. Mm hmm. And give and if away, we can if we can accommodate that. That would be fantastic. <laughs> All right. So the, the, the dates are different. Um, anything else that's, you know, for people <clears throat> who are planning on coming and, you know, want to be prepared? Like what? Um, there is an extra day this year. Early bird night is Wednesday the 20th. Okay. And, and that's 6 till 8.30. And that's the only time there's a cost to get in. So that's right. a $10 admission for those folks who cannot stand to wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then Thursday is more of a new day. So two till four thirty and six till eight thirty. 
And um, the same for Friday, Saturday, 10 till four, <coughs> excuse me, and Sunday, one till four. Mm -hmm. And what I usually tell people, if you want to meander, go to one of the later dates. If you have something that will break your heart, if you don't have it, go as early as you can. And mm -hmm. it'll be a little more crowded. Mm -hmm. But um, I remember one man who came the first year I was working and said, do you have any Julia Child? And I said, sure. 45 minutes ago, I had four of them. <laughs> They're all gone. And the next year he came back and he said, you probably don't remember me. I said, I do. And I remember that I told you to come right when the doors open. And I had it and it's gone. So the oh. third year he came and just said, oh, hi, I like to come each year. And I said, I remember you and I hid a book for you. <laughs> We finally got him as Julia Child after three years. But are, her, are her books out of print, or is he just wants to? I think it. He, I think it was just um, a challenge for him to find one of the old ones. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. He's a hunter. He's a hunter. <laughs> you know the feeling. Yeah, uh, I've got something in my head. I want it from this date. I remember um, um, buying books one time, and some of the veteran. Uh, Volunteers were sitting at the end and they said, what, what have you got in your little cart there? And I said, I've got this and this and this. I've got this dictionary. And they immediately all said, what year? And I said, it's the Oxford English Dictionary. And I said, no, 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 that's the wrong version. Go back. You want this version from this date. Put that back. It's like, oh, okay. Hanging out with former librarians is quite cool, I have to say. Yeah, they probably want the version where it's before they've put in like modern words like woke and, and stuff. It's... <laughs> <laughs> well, there were, yeah, there were, and there were evolu evolutions of words. And then there was something else about um, um, the joy of cooking. They say you want a version before butter and sugar were bad. Mm hmm. Yeah, I yes. can see that. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess one of the things I, I wanted to talk about too was um, again, reaching back to the idea that the goal is in sight. Yeah. Um, in terms of how, and we'll we'll do this in two parts. But in terms of like sure. now that th there is building going on, how are are the friends um, sort of preparing to, I guess, a make sure that the library has all the money that you've raised so far, and and you know we're going to augment that obviously in the next couple of years. Yeah. And and just you know what is how do, how is how are you seeing the, your role right now as a group in terms of supporting the the fundraising efforts that's a really good question so the for the first part um there will be an agreement with the library and the friends about that that gift mm -hmm. and that's a big gift for any project so mm -hmm. it's it's quite a formal process and to see that that goes to um children's area that's what they have chosen and um, going forward, that's a really good question. Tell me, tell me that question again. The second part about how you, you might help the fundraising efforts because there's 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 two pieces of, at least so far as I understand, um, sitting in the the library board meetings. But you know there is the gift from the friends, but the library yep. is also undertaking its own uh, fundraising efforts. And I imagine a lot of the legwork that the friends have done in certain terms of like you have an email list of people who receive updates about. The, the the book sale and and yep. you know all the people who've come through the front door and i mean and and even people who are just coming to buy books i think are probably aware of what that sale is meant to do yep. and so that's yep. an audience who you might be tailor-made to to get the pitch to 
um, yeah. contribute to uh, the library in, in some sort of financial way. Yeah. Well, I would say as a fundraiser in my my working life, mm-hmm. they would be very careful about the privacy of those names. Of course. So it, it might be a question, uh, an idea of saying, if you would like to give to the library um, fundraising, here's how you can do it rather than giving those names away. And also recognizing that many of those folks are of very modest backgrounds. Mm-hmm. But I also uh, appreciate that that we all give to our own capacity. Right. So a $10 gift from somebody might be gigantic in, in comparison to someone else's $10,000 gift. So I always think making that opportunity available is the most respectful thing. And then people can decide what works or what doesn't work. So I'm sure there will be some gentle connections in that way. Sure. And this is, this is something I, I've been thinking about too. Uh, what happens when... I guess 2026 is the end date when the, the we're going to cut the ribbon on the finished building. Uh, is there a big book sale in 2027? Like, does is this a thing that keeps going? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I honestly don't know. Part of that, um, I I would say for any organization is dependent on your volunteers, right? Because it takes a a really big number of volunteers to do all this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. That would be really cool. And the and the friends have done other things as well. So um, they gave the first gift for the endowment for the library. They helped renovate the um, mobile van for the, the bookmobile. Right. And so there may always be things that they could do that maybe didn't fit into a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say, though, that the, the crucial thing for any charity is what's your volunteer team like? Mm-hmm. And bringing in um, new folks is is crucial. I think it's. I've often told a lot of people that um, it's it's a beautiful way to get to know a community if you're new to Guelph because mm. you meet people. As I said before, all walks of life volunteer and all walks of life come and purchase. So it's just a nice way to get to know a whole bunch of book freaks. <laughs> Aren't those the nicest people? They do seem to be nicer than uh, the average, I will say. Uh, About how many volunteers does it take to pull off the book sale? Um, I think this last year was 220. Wow. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of, yeah, that is a lot of work. It's a lot of sniffing books, Adam, I have to tell you. Literally sniffing? Absolutely. Because if it has just the tiniest whiff of mold, they will not sell it. Right. So you send somebody like me and who has asthma, she's like, okay, <clears throat> this box is a no. But really wanting to keep <sighs> things very safe for people because you don't want them to take that into their house and sort of damage the rest of their books. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but that is interesting. Uh, yeah, a lot of sniffing. Yeah. <laughs> and and checking out and checking out colors of pages, you know, is anything discolored? And and um, but usually people are just bringing beautiful books. You know, you open a box and think, oh my gosh, somebody's decided to let their collection go or downsized. And right. And the number of um, brand new popular books that come through hardcovers, mm. I think, ah, oh, you've got a problem. And this is how you justify buying new books. That's okay. It's a problem we can work with. I wonder how many people like 
buy a book and then they don't read it. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm never going to read it. And then they give it away and then they end up buying the book again somewhere along well, the Well, I'm one of them, so. Okay, well, there you go. Um... <laughs> <Some do. laughs> I always find at the end of the book sale, I have a stack on my kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Like you, you told yourself you weren't going to do this. One book comes in, one book goes out and it never works that way. Is that, is that something like you get to the end, like as, as a volunteer and like, it's the last day and it's like five minutes to closing time. And you're looking at the books and you're like, I can't believe somebody didn't get this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and there was one year I was working on the antique books and a man picked up like a beautifully bound book. And it was one of two. And he was walking away. And I said, it's a family. What are you doing? You have to take both of them. And he said, oh, okay. <laughs> Don't hurt me, lady. <laughs> so it's just like they're they're so beautiful. And they've lasted all these years together. Can't separate them. He's like, fair enough. I'll take it. Oh, that's that's a push sale right there. Um... <laughs> and normally I didn't do that. But it was just, you know, you get it's at the end and you're getting kind of you know, a little snap happy. Sure. Yeah, it happens. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, I mean, we're, we're, we're recording this a couple of weeks out from the sale, but um, yeah. can you talk a bit about sort of like the checklist? Like what, 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 like what's going on right now? What, what are you looking at in terms of like needs or uh, people power uh, volunteers, like that kind of thing? Sure. I would, I would say if, if you're interested, go to the friends of the Guelph public library Um if they, if they have any needs around particular books, they'll put it on there. I would say, people, you've all been setting aside books that you've said, I've enjoyed them, and now I'm ready to share them. <clears throat> Every year, I have friends who say, did I miss the deadline again? Like, yes, you did, Sparky. you got to pay attention. <laughs> and the other thing is, um, volunteers for the weekend, they're probably looking for folks like that. The other thing is, cleanup volunteers because mm-hmm. once that building is used we want to set it up for the next group we want to have everything clean make sure any lingering books are gone and um that's a really special group of people too so if you just mm. want to come in for a day where your grubbies help clean up that would be phenomenal and i know you can also sign up for that on the website okay perfect um what is the deadline for donating it may, it may I be don't think we have it up ahead. yet. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was just talking to folks the other day, and I'm just looking. I don't think we've said it yet, okay. but I would say um, sooner rather than later is better. Sooner rather than later. Um, maybe to wrap up here, sure. um, this is, I mean, this is such a thing. People look forward to it. Uh, people line up for it. Uh, you have to have an early birthday, and you charge for entry, and people still still show up yeah um you know it's it's just speaking for yourself obviously you know what is the success of this um the fact that it is such a community event what does it tell you about guelph in terms of like the appetite here for books education community you know supporting the library like you know what do you take away from the book sale in terms of just the the gestalt of guelph i guess yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, I'm trying to think of a perfect word. It's just a human experience mm. that you're going to rub elbows with people who um, who you don't know, you may never see again, and they're going to say, oh, this is such a good book, you've got to read it. You, you, just, you just don't have that in a lot of situations. 
Um, my brother was visiting a couple of years ago and he went to the book sale and came out with a bag of books. And I said, Tom, you told me that you read online. What are you doing with the books? And he said, well, I was just browsing and the volunteers were so nice. And they said, if you like this author, you're really going to like this author. And he said, they were so helpful. I, I felt compelled to buy books. Like, That's it. We got you. But the, the, I love any opportunity when I get to bump into people and I, I don't know their income. I don't know what they do for a living. All I know is we both like to read. Mm. And that's, that's such a privilege because in most other parts of our lives, we're kind of in, um, in a category. Right. And this is one where it's like, if, if you love to read and you want your children to be able to have access to books and you like the idea of sharing, this is the place for you. And that, mm. that sort of has a lot of values all wrapped up in it that I think bode pretty well for this city. Mm-hmm. You know, looking beyond Guelph, you, you mentioned like people reading online and eBooks and things. One of the, one of the things I would have never guessed in a million years is that the ceiling for eBooks was so low that, uh, that, that that reached a certain point and didn't go any further people keep going back to to paper yeah i was just um listening to david sachs the other day who's who's um talking about analog as the way of the future (laughs) and just thinking we we want to bump into each other like there's there's some humanity that you cannot get online i mean this is a lovely exchange we're having yeah but we're not talking over a cup of coffee right and that, I mean, just turning pages, how pages feel. And and certainly the library is is um, supporting people online too. But, of course. you know, just, I, I always thought in the pandemic and before, the idea of the library delivering books to people who are sick. Right. I just thought, you know, you're going to get your groceries, but, you know, what about that new novel that you wanted to read? It's, it's exciting. <laughs> well there you go um speaking of exciting uh the book sale is uh september 20th to the 24th if i'm remembering that off the top of my head right yes yes okay so there we go Just uh, double checking here to make sure i've got that right yes uh i try not yeah. to go off the cuff but there we go uh yeah that's very good <laughs> but uh and McKay, we will see you at the book sale if not before we absolutely will and we will try not to fight over the same book we will try <laughs> thank you so much for all your time today okay my pleasure thank you adam and once again that was Anne mckay the big book sale will take place from wednesday september 20th to Sunday, September 24th at this year's sale location at 69 Huron Street in the Ward. Wednesday is early bird night, which means it'll cost you $10 to get in, but those other days are free to enter, so you can find all the times and more information about the book sale over at the website for the Friends of the Guelph Public Library, which is fgpl.ca. And while you're there, you can also sign up for the newsletter and learn how to volunteer if you have some free time, especially on those Thursday, Friday, and Saturday spots. I know that they still could use a bit of help. So to learn more, go to that website. Again, it's fgpl.ca. And that's it for this week's show. We hope you liked it. You can download the Guelph Politicast every Wednesday from Apple, Google, TuneIn, and Spotify. 
And when you subscribe to the Guelph Politicast channel, you'll get an episode of Open Source's Guelph on Mondays and an episode of End Credits on Fridays. The music for the Guelph Politicast comes from KBM Classics and Sid Dale. You can follow Guelph Politico on social media at Guelph Politico on Twitter and at Politico Guelph on Facebook. You can follow me at Adam A. Donaldson on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can send me an email at adamadonaldson at gmail.com if you'd like to help financially support the work of Guelph Politico. You can get all that information at guelphpolitico.ca slash donate. And finally, for all the latest local political news, you can check out guelphpolitico.ca where we'll have a new episode of the Politicast for you next week. And until then, see you next time.